Welcome in to another edition of the Box Kickers Talking Sports Podcast. I'm Chris, that's Daniel, you. and this week we will be covering our usual NBA, uh, Major League Baseball, College Football, and the NFL. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter. The show is at Box Kickers Pod. I am at CR Drubert. Daniel, you are? I am at Daniel underscore Cabrera nine. And then uh, go ahead and plug in your, uh, your gaming as well. Oh, yeah. So if you want to watch... Fun, fast-paced gaming. Pretty much Call of Duty Warzone. Uh, I am at fb.gg slash dadpit, D-A-D-P-1-T-T. That's Facebook gaming. Yeah. I mean, I think the most entertaining thing about that is uh, when your your buddy, uh, uh, two-time, uh, his, yeah, two-time. His, Wi-Fi, his Wi-Fi always drops out <laughs> on him. <laughs> I hate that. And I, I haven't really been playing as much. Um just with playoffs going on and, and, you know, Halloween season. So I like to throw in a lot of Halloween movies in there. Podcasts. It's, it's, it's very time consuming. So I have to find a little bit of time to do that. School, yeah. kids with school. Like it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, and also I'd like to give a quick shout out to one of our new listeners, PJ. Uh, thank you for checking us out. We've, uh, we've known PJ for quite a while. Um, he left our organization a couple of years back um, to go pursue other, other avenues for his, 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 uh, professional life. Um, but he saw, we had our little podcast. He, he noticed it last week when we had our guest, um, Trey Elling from one Oh four nine horn. Um, again, uh, we all want to thank Trey for joining us last week, but also thank you PJ for checking us out. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. And then, um, now that all the introductions are out of the way, let's catch up. How you doing? Chris, I am doing fantastic. Why's fantastic. That? Oh, because my beloved Houston Astros moved on. They I, oh, and the Yankees, the Yankees are out of the playoffs. So another big failure after signing uh, Garrett Cole in the offseason. So, so you're you're telling me baseball is still going on? Baseball is alive and kicking <laughs> right now. I was got- I was a little I was a little worried about it though because I mean I I remember the first few playoff games. Uh, like they didn't even draw a million fans uh, uh, watching on TV, and I was like, "Uh oh, this, <laughs> this may not be good for them." Well, that's typical baseball. I think it's hard to attract newcomers, honestly. Even though they're trying yeah. out all these new things, you know, start off a runner on second base. Um, I don't like that. The I don't like it either. The playoffs expanded. I like that. I do. I, I really dig this this tournament bracket. I, I like it a lot. But I the didn't one like. Thing I- I yeah, didn't the like the three, I, uh, the three games. Yeah, well, that's, I was, was going to say, the thing I didn't like was the first round being a best of three. I did not like that. I don't like the second round being best of five. Yeah, so it's three, five, seven, seven this year. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it should have been five, seven, seven, seven. Yeah, I, I, that's that's how it should be. That's usually how it is. Yeah, but, I mean, this man, Freddie, you know, he, he, he has something that works well, expanded playoffs, he has to go and ruin it, He'll do best of three, so... Worst manager. <laughs> Bring back Bud C League. Come on, Bud. Yeah, I mean, well, don't be like him either. <laughs> a lot of people didn't like him, but at least he made the right decisions for baseball. That's true. Yep. So, um, how about you? How you been? 
pretty good. Uh, today was a mentally exhausting day because we had a uh, two-year-old birthday party. Oh, uh, yeah. Happy <laughs> so, birthday to Pip. Yeah, I mean, luckily, um, with COVID, we didn't have a house full of kids running around. So it was just yeah. uh, we invited my daughter and her, her wife. They came over. And it was just uh, the five of us um, just having some cake and ice cream. Uh, we, uh, my daughter loves, um, she loves up. And so last night I was uh, in here blowing up with a little helium tank, about <laughs> 50 balloons. That's <laughs> so, a good movie. That was a very good yeah, movie. Very good. Yeah. I mean, and so like when she came down this morning, like just to look on her face when she saw all the balloons there and all the other toys and, I mean, she loves cake and ice cream. I mean, we don't let her have it often, but she loves it. So it, it, was, it was a fun, it was a fun, fun birthday for her. That's cool. Nice. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta enjoy it while it lasts. Cause the next thing you know, they'll be nine years old. Yeah. Ten, or, man, it's crazy. Well, I told, I told her, I go, it feels like this time next year she could be driving. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Just take it slow. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, other than that, um, it was just, just hanging out with family, um, uh, last week, um, I know we 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 didn't do our normal midweek show. Uh, things got in the way, um, so we pushed our show here. So we didn't really get to cover. But last week, The Walking Dead came back. Um, what what did you think about that finale? Um, I thought it was okay. Uh, nothing too spectacular happened. Um, spoilers. I mean, if you want to fast forward to this episode right now, past the spoilers, but uh. The beta killing, eh, I thought they could have done better. Then, like the whole Daryl stabbing right in the eyes, even though I um, that was Daryl Dixon's uh, idea when he brought it to the showrunners, uh, Angela, Angela Kang. But uh, it was okay. Maggie came back. I mean, there wasn't really like a big death besides beta. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would, I'd have a 10. I would give it about a 7.3. It, it wasn't. Eh, it was okay. Yeah, I mean, I think that the challenge for the show is we had to wait so long for the finale. I think if this episode aired when it was supposed to air, it would have been perfect uh, for how it went. But we had all this anticipation waiting for the show to come back. Um, I, I liked the show. Um, I, we already knew Beta was going to die. I mean, that was yeah, that was a given. That was pretty much um, it. I actually kind of liked how he died. Um, I, I liked how they were coming in there, sneaking up there, killing all of his all of his followers until they got to him and, and how he basically became one with the walkers, which is basically what he's always wanted. I mean, he yeah. feels like he's, he's a, he's a, he's a uh, walking dead himself. And so I, I kind of like that. I didn't like how, I mean, it just like they're, they're at the hospital and then they're over here. Then they're over there. Just, just like, okay, they could have <laughs> easily done that same plan at the hospital parking lot. Yeah. So, and then uh, the other thing that bugged me about that was, the whole Carol, um, and I'm blanking on that on the girl's name. Um, um, her name is uh, oh my goodness, yeah, the the um, Alpha's daughter. They they basically pulled an end game fighting who was going to throw themselves off the cliff when they could have easily hid behind the rock like they did anyway. Yeah, I mean uh, Lydia, I, Lydia, Lydia. Yeah, Lydia, Lydia. Yeah, I mean because I, I was sitting there and I looked at my wife and as as they're like <laughs> walking up there, I go, are they really going to do this whole end game fight with like? <laughs> I mean, come on. There's, there's a giant rock there. I was saying, get behind the rock, which they yeah. ended up finally doing. Carol's um, a, she's just a drag. Like, I just do not like the character right now. 
Yeah, they they kind of ruined sad and moping yeah. and all that. They ruined her the same way I feel like they ruined Morgan on the show. They made him too soft. Too soft. When they, Way too soft. When, when they were like the, I don't care. I I will kill you. It. I mean. I mean. My favorite. My favorite scenes with Carol was when she was threatening kids. I remember when they were the bacon, <laughs> the cookies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's like threatening them. I mean. We need that badass Carol back. Yeah, I'm hoping that that we get that. But uh, I think with only one season left, and they're going to do the spinoff show. I, I. I don't know. I just. I need to see Daryl and Carol kicking ass and not yeah. this whole mopey emotional. I mean, whenever Daryl started showing emotion, I'm like, Oh, come on. I mean, he's just a <clears throat> hillbilly guy out there. Who's going to go out there and kill everything <laughs> in his way. So what are your predictions for next year or the last season? Um, well, I know, um, Norman Reedus is, is trying to beg, uh, uh, Rick to come back. He's trying to get him. It's like, Hey, come back for his last season. I think they could, get away with having Rick come back on during the finale and then have it tie into the movies of how he got there. Um, but I mean, as we know, as, as we saw in the end, end of the episode, common wants going to be a big storyline there. Um, I, I, I really don't get what this is going to be about with the Commonwealth. Like I know it's a, it's a group of 5,000 or more people, but is this going to be like another villain storyline? Like is the leader of the Commonwealth going to be the villain or what's going to no, happen? I mean, I mean I mean, because in the comics, uh, basically Rick and his group kind of like joined forces with them, yeah. but they had like kind of like a little shady government and he basically overthrew them and became like the leader of the Commonwealth too. Rick's not there anymore. And so I think that's going to be Maggie's storyline. I think they're going to give her a prominent role and basically she's going to end up taking over Commonwealth. Yeah. Um, now, in the, in the I believe I believe the comics ended with with um carl in the future sitting there with like his own kid yeah yeah on a farm i think they're gonna do that with judith i think i think they're gonna end the show with judith in the future sitting there with her kid that he's she's probably gonna name rick or and uh, carl yeah um but yeah I, I just think i think there's gonna be a little bit of a political thing with the commonwealth i think they may have the the little helicopter the three symbols people involved as well um, anybody I, from fear uh i would i prefer them to 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 sync up the shows before it's all said and done yeah. because if fear is going to continue on you could have cameos from walking dead characters in fear because like they'll be affiliated uh villages or whatever or um <clears throat> communities so yeah um I honestly don't know what they're going to do storyline wise. I because you have to have a big bad, and I don't know if, if they're going to do comic book wise. The big bad is going to be more of a, of a political big bad. I know the the I believe it was the son of the leader that Rick was was having to overthrow was one who killed Rick in the comics. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll have him kind of be that character, kind of be the villain this in this next season that that uh, Maggie is as having the killer take care of. Um, Maybe but, have I mean, like uh, Dwighty boy. Reunite with the uh, Negan at some point. Yeah, um, I, I could see that. I mean, uh, I don't know. I just fear is so bad. That I want to keep them as far away from the last season of Walking Dead, <laughs> unless, unless this new season actually is pretty good. So maybe they can redeem themselves. Yeah, it looks promising. Um, I mean, uh, hopefully they can turn Morgan back into a, a badass again. Oh please. Yeah, instead of this little 
guy walking around with a stick trying to help everybody. Yeah, what is, <laughs> he's like, he just turned into a sissy ass. Like I know that that was so, not meant for his character. No, no, no. I mean, I, I, one of the best storylines from the comics was whenever was what they kind of did with that one episode with where he was clearing all the walkers, where he basically lost his mind. Yeah. I mean, that a crazy, crazy Morgan just out there killing everything in his way is, I think, Lenny James can play that character so much better than playing a soft guy who wants to help everybody. <laughs> and then, I mean, and I'll tell you, I mean, it, it doesn't help the fact that the favorite characters like Nick and Madison that they killed off. I'm hoping Madison comes back this season. Um, and then I am not a fan of the truckers. I, I don't like that lady. Uh, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll yeah. mind the guy in the wheelchair. He's okay. I don't, I don't mind the lady and all of her little nicknames. I think they're trying to do a like a, a Abraham spoof uh, with her character, and you can't you can't re, re, recreate Abraham. No, no, you can't. And so um, I don't know if, if I hope Madison comes back because um, I think she was the heart and soul of the show, like Rick was the first one. Because The Walking hasn't been the same since Rick left. Yeah, they had a great storyline with with the Whisperers, but just imagine how much better that would have been if Rick was there if going toe to toe. Yeah, I mean, imagine Rick battling both Alpha and Beta. That would have been epic. That would have been badass. But it kind of so. changes how the concept with Negan, like, would he still be locked up in the cage? Or would he persuade Rick into saying, you know, hey, I can fight. Just trust me. Well, so- I think they would follow the same the same story from the comics because – uh, they Negan got out. He was in there. Everyone thought he was joining Whispers, and he was just there to kill Alpha. Alpha, yeah. I mean, I think the same storyline would have happened. He'd still be in the same situation now. Rick would have basically walked him into the group as long as he was on a straight and narrow. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm sure Judith would have helped uh, repair or basically build that relationship between Rick and and uh, Negan. But um, I don't know. I mean, I I just I like Negan. I like Jeffrey Dean Morgan as an actor. I hope they have him as a big character because his character was wasted sitting in that jail cell for last season and half of this one. I mean, it was, it was a waste of time and then having him out there gardening. And I mean, I just don't, don't waste our time with that. Exactly. So, and then, um, so we talked a little bit about walk dead and fear with it coming back this, uh, come back tomorrow night, actually. Um, did you check out the world beyond? Um, pieces of it uh a little bit a little bit i mean um my wi-fi went out and i have youtube tv so i didn't catch i caught the end which is probably the best part because the first like 20 minutes was a snooze fest i didn't like it too slow i didn't think they did a good job um with the first episode i thought it should be maybe a little bit more action and then maybe some character build up uh, in previous um upcoming episodes but it was boring to me. It was too slow. Yeah, I mean, we talked a little bit before we started recording on that. They, they had a couple of flashbacks on there of like the plane crash and then the walkers and the mother dying. That's I feel that's how they should have started the show mm-hmm. and then done the time leap to where they're at now. And then because one of the things that I hate in TV and movies is teen angst. <laughs> and you, you got a lot of it this time. <laughs> This was 45 minutes. Uh, it would have been an hour if you count the commercials, but 45 minutes of TV time, 45 minutes of teen angst. And that was killing me because that's where I think like Stranger Things was got away from that type of stuff. 
and they focus more on the storyline. Whereas here it's just like, okay, yeah, they're upset. Their mother had died. The, the girl with the black hair was, was guilty because she was the one who got her killed. Uh, I mean, it's just, they're, they're fighting with that British lady. I mean, it's, it just, it was a lot of character building and, and I get it. It has to be done. Character building has to be done, but you, you can't have your entire first episode on a third spinoff or a second full t- spinoff of a third show of the Walking Dead universe. We already know enough about the walkers. We know about that stuff. Just get into the action, build your character through that, not just having them talking about in the library about the little facts they got from their dad or <laughs> I mean, Boring. that shit should have been on MTV. Uh, exactly i mean i like like you said at the end when they got out of there and you saw a little twist about the um the nerdy kid's mom is the one who that other girl shot after yeah. that his mom is one who shot their mother that that was I mean, probably like the only best part of that episode and it but, took I mean, an hour and 10 minutes for them to do that exactly and and how is that going to tie into the tie into it yeah you'll have the reveal but i mean how's that going to change anything? I mean, they're already kind of awkward together as a group. I just, that, that storyline would have been better to start the show off with. Yeah. And then having them build a relationship through there before they left. But I mean, I'm, I'll, I'll keep watching. I'll give it a few more episodes. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to ignore a show because of one bad episode. Um, Plus it's only a limited series. So it has to get going at some point. So I'm going to do two seasons of it. Um, so we'll it, see. I mean, better. I mean, I, I'm it, hoping I'm hoping we see a tie in of one of the other shows. So maybe this is where Heath is. Maybe he's a part of the, or he, he runs into this group and an older an older Heath or something. I don't know. I mean, I, I think it, they need to have something that ties them to the original shows um, mm-hmm. to keep the interest, because a teen driven zombie apocalypse does not appeal to me. Whereas like the like Stranger Things did because it was more about the monster and then the the upside down and whatnot versus here it's more of like yeah. watching these four kids wander through the destroyed civilization while these two adults try to track them down. I mean, I, I just I don't get it. I mean, fast. yeah, I, I'm I'm hoping it changes. I'm hoping it's better, but we'll see. It had a 1.5 million viewers and the 1845 demo you know, demographic or whatever. Uh, the rating they got on Sunday night was a 0.49. Hmm. Yeah. Now it was, it was late at night too. And on, on basic cable. So, I mean, it's, but I mean, it's just, uh, if Scott M. Gimple has his hands on this, it's going to fail. <laughs> Scott M. Gimple. Yeah. Get that guy out of here. <laughs> Don't even bother putting him close to a, to a walking dead show, even though he's, he is right now, but. That's why I, I have higher hopes for the Daryl Carroll because Angela King is going to be running that show. Yeah, that's going to be good. Yeah, so but we I think we got a couple years before we see that. So, all right, so that is our catch up. Uh, we will go ahead and jump into the main stories. We will start with the NBA Finals. Um, the Lakers are currently up three games to two. Um, the Heat won a great game five. Um, I, I, I think Daniel, I saw you didn't watch. I think you're watching baseball during it, but they were going back and forth that entire fourth quarter. Jimmy Butler left it all out in the court. I mean, he played all but like 50 seconds of the entire game and he was just drained when it was over. And I, the, the glimmer of hope I think that he have is the fact that Anthony Davis 
his ankle was banged up. I mean, he was limping through the almost the entire fourth quarter. Um, that I think is a window. I think Goran Dragic may be getting close to coming back. He's the one guy for the Heat who hasn't made it back yet. And, and uh, 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 Bam Adebayo came back uh, the last game, so well, you it's a great hurry the hell up. I know, I know. It's it's, it's been <laughs> even though it was like a three one, it was uh, a two one, and then a three one series. Uh, the the Heat are keeping it competitive. Um, the Lakers, I think, are starting to sweat a little bit. I mean, they had a chance to win that game. I mean, they, Danny Green missed a wide open three point shot, which basically explains his entire twenty twenty season. Yeah, um, he is a shell of his former self. He, I mean, he he'll hit a couple shots here and there, but he is not who he used to be or who they thought he was when they signed him. I would love um, for this to go like every other American. A lot of people, I would love for this to go to Game Seven with the Anthony Davis ankle injury. Do you see this turning around? Do you see the Heat winning the next game? Well, they are so drained after that last game that I don't know if they have enough in there to force a game seven. Um, I, I hope I hope it is. And here's a, here's a little thing I sent to you um, earlier. Um, if Miami wins this game uh, to force a game seven, then on Tuesday we will have an NBA game seven, MLB playoffs. And two undefeated NFL teams playing on a Tuesday. It's <laughs> <laughs> a weird year. Man. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm already busting out two TVs in the living room, so you may have to get a third one. If, I might have. I might have to get four TVs in the living room. <laughs> Wires going yeah. everywhere, people tripping. But uh, I know that's I know. awesome. I think Tuesday's gonna be a good day. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for a game seven, just because there's nothing better than a game seven in a championship. Oh yeah, you always wanted to go game seven. Yeah, I mean, because anything's on the on the play at that point. All players can play the entire forty eight minutes because uh, they know they have nothing but rest afterwards. Um, if you have a bum ankle, you're gonna you're gonna power through it. I I, I hope it gets a seven, but I, I think the Lakers are gonna close it out in, in in game six. But I hope I'm wrong. Is that that's tomorrow, right? Yeah, tomorrow night. Oof, yeah, it's there's a lot of stuff going on right now with sports, so. It's great. I, I mean, we, I, we, I do. We I think so I, I had the Lakers. It. I had the Lakers winning tomorrow. Yeah, I think. Yeah, you and uh, both Trey picked the Lakers in six. Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, I, I'm glad to have all these options right now. When the fact that we went five six months with nothing on TV, I know. Look where we're at now. I mean, remember we're watching we're watching cornhole and marble racing, <laughs> <laughs> which is nothing wrong with that stuff. But uh, uh, this this is a lot I, better. So I pr- I prefer Sunday with the NBA Finals, uh, baseball playoffs, and NFL games. So yeah. hell, I was watching people uh, cook barbecue on YouTube at one point. <laughs> That's how low it got. I was just like, man, people are cooking ribs and fajitas on the on the grill. And I was watching it because there was nothing on TV. I I remember when they were live streaming the March Madness with a 15 year old basketball game. Yeah, (laughs) my god! And I was watching entire games. It's like, oh, here we go. Here's some basketball to watch. (laughs) That's so weird how 2020 is almost coming to an end, and this was our year. Yeah, no sports for about four months. It's just crazy. And now now all the sports happening at one time. I know. All right, so we spoke a little bit about the MLB playoffs. Move over to that. So um, I know you wanted to spend the entire episode talking about the Astros, but we can't do that because we want to have <laughs> listeners. Um, oh, come on now. <laughs> but the LCSs are set. You have the Rays versus the Astros and the Dodgers versus the Braves. So 
Uh, give me um, your thoughts so far on the playoffs and uh, who you who you're leaning towards in these in this series. Um, I just know Yankee fans are mad, just like they should be. Um, I, I have a few Yankee buddies that they're not big on Aaron Boone right now because of his managerial decisions. Um, last night's game, I thought he brought in Chapman way too early. Um, he needed Chapman to get seven outs, which is really tough for a closer. Why, uh, why do why do managers? I mean, every year in the playoffs, managers bring in their closers in this uh, eighth inning. I think they overthink it. They, they fall apart. Closers have a routine that they have to follow, and every year, I mean, I remember, I remember uh, Boston broke Keith Folk because they brought him in so many times in the, in the eighth inning. Yeah, and he he never got back to his old self. I mean, I, I just don't get it. It was a one to one game, and their bullpen is not that bad. But yeah, I don't know why he he brought Chapman in there for for seven outs, pretty much. So, not a lot of Yankee fans are happy with Aaron Boone. Um, kudos to the Rays. Um, they're a good team. I think the Astros are going to get them. But uh, if if the Astros fail, I want the I want the Rays to win it. I want the Rays to to beat the Dodgers and the Braves. Hopefully, it's the Dodgers. Um, because I mean, I don't have a problem with the Rays. It would have been better if it was the Astros Yankees, honestly. Yeah, because everybody would love to see that. You know, 2017, 18, all that. But uh, two cheaters, two cheaters go out in the LCS. Well, everybody's now. cheating nowadays. <laughs> so you say. <laughs> No, I, I am hundred percent. Everybody's cheating. It's coming from players about the Rangers and the Brewers. It's Astros just got caught, but there's a lot of cheating going on. Um, but anyways, yeah, I think it's gonna be the Astros and the Dodgers rematch 2017. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll be honest. I haven't really watched a lot of baseball this year because I'm more of an NBA guy. I think if you add all of the innings I've watched, I probably got to a game of baseball I've watched. Yeah. And so I know I'm, I'm, I apologize. I mean, so I know I love baseball. the beef going on. Yeah, Dod- I mean, Dodgers I, and Padres are talking crap to each other. Yeah. I love the bat flips. It's awesome. That's what yeah, the that's what the game needs. Stuff that's like what that. they yes, that's what they need is they need to have personality instead of all these old unwritten rules. So yeah, um, I, I was glad to see the Rays beat the Yankees because I, I just as a Red Sox fan. Um, which I was, I didn't really care about the Red Sox this year because I was still um, salty about the fact that they had to cheat to win. Um, oh boy, I I, I feel I, I want my team to have integrity. I know you you don't you don't agree with that. You want wins. I don't give a damn. <laughs> I don't give a damn. I got a championship. <laughs> and so um, I I'm I want I would say what I want to see is, and I know this is what the MLB is hoping does not happen, is I want to see a Rays Braves. World Series. Goodbye, Rays. But I think the baseball gods are lining it up for a Dodgers Astros World Series after all the smack they've had uh, uh, been talking about back and forth after the cheating came out for the Astros. Um, I I mean, we want to see Chad Kelly uh, out there, John, with Astros players in the World Series. Um, Joe Kelly. Oh, yeah, Joe Joe Kelly. Was Chad Um, Kelly quarterback? Uh, he was he was something. I mean, Chad Kelly. The name sounds familiar. Yeah, he was, he was something. I'll look him up real quick. But um, I I just think that we're lining up to have that repeat of of basically the series that brought out all of the cheating, mm-hmm. um, fallout. And so, 
So Chad Kelly, football quarterback. Yes. Ole Miss. Yo, he was the one that um, got all the um, the legal issues. He got drafted by the Broncos, and he. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but mis- I think it was mystery relevant. Yeah, mis- I think he had um, some was it domestic violence or something like that. He got he got yeah. cut by them. He was on the um, the Colts squad for a while. He was there long enough to get his suspension uh, lifted. And then uh, he, I know he was on the practice squad, and he was kind of like the guy that, like, hey, he may be our future quarterback. Um, but then they drafted um, uh, Black and other kid now, um, who they who they brought in. But Paxton? No. Was it Paxton Lynch? No. No, 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 it wasn't Paxton Lynch. I mean, um, look it up here. Colts draft picks. They drafted a um, um, Chad Eason. Kelly. Eason. 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 Jake oh, Mason. okay. I got you. Yeah. And so um, now he's kind of like the, uh, the Washington quarterback. And now they're looking at him like, well, maybe he's our future quarterback after Phil Rivers is washed. But we'll see. Um, but no, I, yeah, going back to the World Series, I, it looks like it's going to be Dodgers Astros. Um, I, I I don't mind seeing the Dodgers in the World Series again. I, I think they're due. I, I would actually kind of want to see them win it. But. Um, I don't want to see the Astros in there, but they, they, it looks like they're going to get there. If if the Dodgers they, lose for the fourth time, what does that do? what does that say about a sporting franchise that's been to the championship four times and losing? This hasn't happened since part of what the Buffalo Bills in the ninety Buffalo maybe? Bills, yeah. This would be incredible, like a big failure. Well, yeah, but they at least it's not four straight times because they. they Lost in the first round last well, year. Well, yeah, last year they didn't. Yeah, they didn't go. It was the Washington Nationals. Yeah, but... Washington Nationals when it dominated the Astros last year. I just, I wonder what that that the key is the the chemistry. Like, what is the the key to win that World Series? Is it's just player momentum, the chemistry, think, the the managerial. Well, based off the last few years, uh, minus last year, I think the uh, the key is knowing what the pitches are. Oh well, <laughs> yeah, maybe for the Yankees or Red Sox or whatever, but. I think who was I heard on. Um, I love it. I love how the Astros are proving people wrong. It makes me so happy. It was. Uh, I was listening to uh, um, uh, who was it? It's um, that morning show and here in Austin, uh, Dick and uh, Jason Dick. He um, he was talking about that play where um, Grinky told him what pitch was coming, and then the oh, home yeah. run home run came right after after he did that. It's like a communication he, between him and uh, Maldonado. I know, I know, I know. And so Jason Dick goes, he goes, you would think that um, if anyone would know that you can hit the pitch when you know what's coming, it would be the Astros. Well, that guy's an idiot. So, <laughs> so um, but no, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, the Astros turned it on to a different gear when they got into the, the playoffs. I think they benefited from these weird, like, best of three series. Because I mean, they, they have a pretty good starting pitching of the first couple, but whenever if they had to go seven deep, that's where I think they would struggle with like the third and fourth starter. They haven't had to use that yet, so it gets a little rough. Because we all I know Dusty Baker. I saw him all year long putting in the wrong guys at the right at the at the time that you know they they were brought in. So yeah, I'm used to it. Yeah. I'm used to it. Yeah, but I I think that's where I think we mentioned it before the season started about these playoffs how. All you really need in those short series is two good starters, and you'll easily be able to pull an upset. Yeah, and that's what we saw. I mean, I mean, we saw the Marlins go out there and beat the Cubs. We saw 
the Astros come out there and pull the upset and, and seeding um, in their and, series. And this is without Verlander. This is without Rookie of the Year Godon Alvarez. So correct. So yeah, it's uh, once we get to the best of seven, it's going to be a different story because yeah, you can get one of the first two games, but when you get to games three and four, that's where I think you're going to see the Astros of the regular season popping out. Oh yeah. So I'll see. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Astros Dodgers, it, it's bound to happen again. Uh, it's good for baseball. Oh yeah. So, I think it'll be great for ratings. It'd be good for ratings. Um, raise, raise Dodgers, raise Braves. I, I mean, I'm fine with that. I just don't want the Dodgers to win. <laughs> cause they talk, cause they talk so much smack to you guys. <laughs> They'd be like, Hey, everybody on the goddamn team over there. I was hoping for the Padres to, to beat them, but man, they just look stale in, the, in that, in that division. Um, Division series with the Dodgers, they just fell flat. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think that they they just ran out of steam. Yeah, but, I mean, I mean uh, look out for Mookie Betts. I, I like Mookie Betts. I want to see him get the title. Yeah, a, he, he's the Tennessean. He, he likes yeah. the Titans. So, I wish he would have still been on the Red Sox, but I'll root for him out there with the Dodgers. So, all right, we will now transition over into college football. I know we spoke a lot last week with trailing about. The Texas game with TCU, um, if it was going to be a trap game, this and that. Well, it looks like what we had feared was going to happen happened, and they had a bad loss at TCU. <laughs> and then they looked bad and then good and then bad again against Oklahoma and lost today in the Red, uh, Red River rivalry. So, uh, I mean, Texas is done. Herman needs to go. Um, mm. I know you have something to say, so I'll, I'll turn the floor over to you because I know you are very passionate about this. Okay, so first of all, this goes out to all of Austin. Stop saying it's so-and-so o'clock and OU still sucks because every year they whip our ass. Every year. So please, just stop saying that. It's, it's not going to happen. It should have happened today, yes. Texas should have won. They have Tom Herman. They pay the guy $6.57 million to come to Texas. This guy can't beat TCU. He can't beat Oklahoma. He takes us to the Alamo Bowl. That's not what a $7 million coach should be doing at this program. I don't get it. Like, it's frustrating. Yes, every Saturday I wake up, I put on my Longhorn gear, I watch the game. It's a 65-49 shootout because that's what the Big 12 is. There's no defense. And when somehow we end up losing the game. I think they're going to lose to Oklahoma State this year. They, hell, they might even lose to Kansas State this year. I just, I don't get it, man. Like, I think it's time for Tom Herman to go. I know we said this about uh, Charlie Strong a couple years ago. These coaches aren't the right fit at Texas. You want the right fit at Texas? You bring in Urban Meyer, a veteran, a guy who's won championships. Bring him in, get some high school recruits in here from different states, five-star recruits. You beat Oklahoma. You finally beat TCU in Austin. And you win championships. Bring in a veteran coach. That that is my two cents on this. I'm pissed off because of this game. Just doesn't make sense. I mean, yeah, their their defense again looks bad. I don't know why they can't tackle anymore. It's been like that for years. I'm like, I know what the hell. Like Ash, he, he brings in Ash to, to coach the, def- the defense, and it's the same thing every week. Texas versus Kansas State. Texas versus Baylor. Texas State. It's the same thing. It's never like the old days when we had Cedric Benson and and uh, uh, Michael Griffin and 
um you know like just good like apple white and chris sims and it's just not the same where we used to crush teams like 70 to 7 like colorado yeah. you know colorado and we used to demolish teams texas was a powerhouse back in like the early 2000s now it's just like i feel like it's kind of close to cowboy nation like everybody talks about texas because of what sam ellinger said um when they beat georgia and then uh, we're back so now everybody's clowning on us in america because texas isn't back so now i kind of feel like a cowboys fan because when the cowboys lose all of america's happy besides the cowboys fans and they talk crap about the cowboys losing and i just feel like a cowboys fan right now with the longhorns and it, it sucks yes but uh yeah. they got to get something else going in here man yeah, I mean, they could win out the rest of the season and win a bowl game, but I think the writing is on the wall that Tom Herman has to go. I know he's got big uh, buyouts, but Texas can afford it. Um, well, most years, I'm not sure now with COVID. I'm assuming the price with Longhorn Network, they should still be able to afford it. But yeah, I just, I don't think Urban Meyer's coming here. I mean, I, I think if, if he was going to take any job, he would have taken uh, USC when it was uh, possibly open. But he looks like he's happy with what he's doing. He's only going to leave if like an Alabama or a Clemson or something like that opens up, I think. Now, I think there's too much work to be done in Texas for him to want to come here because he went to Florida, built him up. He he retired for a bit. He came back for Ohio State. Yeah, that's his, that's where he's from. But at the same time, Ohio State didn't need you to do anything. They were going to win regardless. And so I think coming to Texas, he's like, I don't really want to have the best four years to get a decent – class of, of college students out here to win these games against Oklahoma or Oklahoma state or TCU. So I don't think Tom Herman's coming here. We're going to be stuck looking for another, uh, retread coach or a coordinator. I, I, my, my worry is we're, we're going to make a change. We're going to be end up right back where we were with Charlie strong or Tom Herman yeah, or the late years of Mac Brown, where he stopped recruiting. Cause he's like, Oh, we're Texas. We should be able to get every best athlete. That's not the way it works. They need a coach that can come in here and start recruiting in the Dallas because that's where a lot of the best talent in the state is. Uh, and for whatever reason, TCU has been poaching off a lot of people who should be coming here. So um, I don't know. I, I, I think we're gonna, we're looking at several more years of this because we're not getting Urban Meyer. We're not going to get lure Nick Saban over here. Uh, we're not going to be able to get Jimbo Fisher, like how A&M was able to get him out of Florida State. I, I just – I mean, unless you want to go after like a Mike Leach or oh. a, I know, I know, or a, a Chip Kelly, you need something to really shake it up. But again, those guys aren't going to really move the needle for recruits. I don't think it's it, like you said, it is probably going to be a reach for a coach if they do get rid of Herman. I, I don't know if they are, but I mean, on the books, he's 6 million in 2021, 6.5 in 2022, plus 6.75 million in 2023. So, <laughs> Unless they do buy it out, yeah, you know, it's. I think it is going to be a reach. I don't think, um, I don't think they're going to get like a Nick Saban. But come on, man, throw some money at Urban Meyer, persuade him and on coming here, because these recruits from Dallas area, they go to TCU, they go to Baylor, they don't even bother coming to Texas because they know how it is over here. Yeah, or they go to I Oklahoma, mean, Oklahoma State. Like it's, it sucks. Yeah, I mean. We're not going to be able to get like the TCU TCU coach to come down here at all. We're, I mean, we're not. We'll probably end up being stuck with someone like Les Miles coming here. Oh and God! I know. I he's know. trying to build up Kansas, and I don't think that's going to work. 
I think he, he didn't realize how big of a job that was going to be. That is a <laughs> joke of it. And uh, uh, of course, Kansas will come in at Austin if they, you know, I think it's in Austin this year, and they'll go toe to toe with the Longhorns. Yeah. They should be smacking around these guys. Yep. But here we are. It's every week, same thing. It's, it's frustrating. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we'll just give another uh, quick little rundown of uh, other top games this week. So Clemson uh, crushed Miami, 42-17. Uh, Alabama was in a dogfight, but they pulled away late with Ole Miss, 63-48. Notre Dame cruised against Florida State, 42-26. Georgia actually pretty pretty well handled in the second half. Tennessee, uh, 44-21. Tennessee did not score in the second half. Um, I would say the big upset of the weekend was uh, Texas A&M, number 21, beating number four, Florida. And then um, I don't really feel this is an upset because I, I don't I don't know why they're ranked because they lost so many people. But number seventeen LSU lost to Missouri forty five forty one. Yeah, they stink this year. And we expected that to happen because I mean, if you look at the, who was drafted, they lost almost their entire starting offensive defense there. I mean, it was going to be a down year. I don't know why they started the year ranked so high, I mean, other than just the fact that. They, no one else was playing at the time, and LSU has a name power right now because defending champion. Yeah, but there's, I mean, there's looks, no way they're finishing top twenty-five. I'll tell you that. No, no, no. And it looks to me like it's going to be a uh, Clemson versus Alabama national title game again. Yeah, that's, uh, to, to round it out, I think Georgia will stay in the t- in the college playoff. Um, we know Florida is going to bounce out of there after that loss today to A and M. Um, Notre Dame will probably be the, the new number four. Yeah, I, I just don't buy him. I mean, I don't trust their quarterback play. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just, How about Mac Brown at North Carolina, number eight? It's – I hope he's actually recruiting now because that, that was his problem with Texas. I mean, he just got too complacent and he stopped recruiting good talent. Hell, bring back Mac Brown, man. No, no, no. Please don't. <laughs> That'd be like uh, – He's a legend, uh, all right? I know. I, I appreciate. I mean, he brought the title here. He brought some so such great players here, like Vince Young and all. Then, uh, but something happened where he just looked like he was ready to retire, and the talent just started de- being depleted here. And he was not replacing it with with who we thought we should be getting here at Texas. That's why Texas had that ego about themselves because it was you could roll out of bed and get the top ten recruit. <laughs> yeah. Not anymore. I just. So. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm diehard Longhorn fan, but I would love to just see a defensive game, just one year, one day, one year, just give me a good defensive game. I'm tired of seeing the high offensive scorings. I know a lot of people like that, but I like a good defensive game, which is why you know, personally, I love the NFL more than college football. But um, yeah, just play some defense. Yeah. So, speaking of NFL, we will now move over there. Um, I'll let you give the COVID update because it seems like it's almost all uh, with Tennessee. (laughs) Yeah, well, they're in a little bit of trouble right now because of um, some workouts voluntarily that they have been doing. But um, they're just stupid. I mean, if if you're going to follow the NFL protocol rules, you need to follow them and not do this before an outbreak happens. I can't speak on the, the Cam Newton and the uh, the Raiders and all that, but this is just a stupid decision by the organization. Um, and hopefully they, they play Tuesday against the Bills. I mean, it's just 
it's dumb. Yeah, I don't know how this is going to affect them because they've been off for so long. But um, this should be a good game coming up Tuesday. And we really don't know who's even going to be playing or who can play. Exactly. I mean, because they've had, what, 36 people, whether it's players or coaches, testing positive over the last week or so. Um, Corey Davis, Adam Humphreys, um, Isaiah Wilson just came off the COVID list, and a couple other um, like special teams players. But, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll find out tomorrow or monday yeah it's it's uh it's kind of weird with i mean the nfl is trying to react as best they can to this but i mean we're gonna get that weird uh four o'clock central time uh for that monday night game with the patriots and the, and the broncos that's a weird start time yeah i mean i think they should have done what they did last week i mean have it staggered i thought that went great they should have maybe yeah i thought it went great too that five o'clock it, it spilled into the night game but it was only for like Seven minutes or something like that. Yeah. But I thought it worked yeah. out perfectly last week. And then the Tuesday game is going to interfere with the Thursday game, which gets pushed to Sunday. So. Yeah. God damn. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's just a mess. I mean, I, honestly, right now, like, I don't know what game starts when anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is we're getting two Monday night games and a, and a Tuesday night game this week. Hopefully. I mean. There's, there's one wow. less three o'clock game. And speaking of three o'clock games, last week w- was by far the worst <laughs> three o'clock games I have ever seen in my life. They were so I, boring. They were I terrible. turned them off. I turned them off. It was it was brutal. It was so bad. The Bears and the Giants. It was so bad. So, so bad. Yeah. I mean, the Colts basically had that little cage match with the Bears where no one nothing really happened the entire game. Terrible. I mean uh, yeah, it was, it was brutal. Hopefully we get something better this week. So I hope so. <laughs> uh, so um, with that, we will move on into our picks for the week. And uh, we'll give a quick little update on our standing so far. Um, I am in first place, as I should be, with 41 total points. I'm 41 and 22. Daniel is a distant second at 40 points, 40 and 23. So I got that one game lead on you right now. Yeah, well, you know I'm gonna pick the Titans every week, so <laughs> if they so, play. <laughs> so as we put out on Twitter um, at Boxigers Pod on Twitter, um, we both went with Tampa on Thursday. We will were both wrong. Ugly um, game, ugly and, game. And I'll be honest with you, I did not watch a single minute of that game. Um, you to be honest with you, I watched like five minutes of it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, I skipped. I didn't have anyone playing. Yes, yeah, I mean, it just, it was ugly, ugly matchup. Um, I, I looked at my phone a few times, looked for updates. I'm like, okay, really, nothing happening, nothing happening. Basic, basic Bears game. So, are are the Bears real or is it just a schedule? A schedule. Well, it, it, it's it's a fluke. Um, I mean, because they, they've had, they got lucky winning a game against the Lions. They should have lost that game. They really should have lost this game against Tampa Bay. If Tampa Bay was fully healthy with Godwin out there and uh, and with Fournette out there, I think they would have won that game easily. So I think they're, they're getting lucky with the schedule. And it's just I think their defense is keeping them in a lot of these games at this point. Yeah, I couldn't tell if they're real or not. I know Montgomery's pretty legit. Um, besides that quarterback situation, I don't know why they took out Trubisky. I thought he was doing okay, but – He's better than Nick Foles, honestly. Well, Nick Foles has had worse stats than Trubisky, but he's getting wins at least. Get this Matt Nagy guy out of here. He doesn't know a good. He's not a good decision maker. Stick with Trubisky. I thought they should stick with Trubisky. I think they should move forward to Trubisky and continue. You know. 
ride or die with him, and then if not, then restart next year. Restart next year. See what you can get in the draft, draft picks, whatever. But go with Trubisky. I mean, they did trade. They did trade a pick to get uh, an overpriced Nick Foles when they could have had Cam <laughs> Newton on a veteran minimum. <laughs> yeah, that that puzzled me too. I don't know why Cam Newton didn't go to Chicago. <laughs> yeah. So. All right, we will go ahead and start with our picks this week. Um, first game up, we have um, Carolina at Atlanta. Um, I think this is finally going to be the game for Atlanta to get the win. Um, yeah, I have Atlanta winning in uh, ATL. If not, then I will not be shocked. Because I feel like there's going to be a Dan Quinn moment in, in, at the point of the game where he loses it. But, I mean, I have them winning this game. It's against the Panthers. They should win. I think if they lose the game, Dan Quinn's gone. Right then and there? I think uh, before Monday. Next day? I think I, I think we're going to be seeing a, a tweet from Schefter during Sunday Night Football saying Dan Quinn's been relieved of duties. Oh, you might call, you call your shot. Let's, let's yeah. see. We'll see. So... All right, um, next up we have the Las Vegas Raiders at the Kansas City Chiefs. Who do you got? I have the Chiefs. Um, They didn't really play well against New England last Monday, but I have them winning against the Raiders. It's at home, it's at Arrowhead. Vegas just, I don't think it's much to to beat the Chiefs. Yeah, I got Kansas City in this one easily. Um, I know they looked a little rough against New England, but I mean, I think that's Bill Belichick uh, scheming. I think he's one of the best guys at uh, controlling a defense, even if he has a lot of guys out who opt out mm-hmm. or injured. I think he makes every game hard for any elite quarterback, and that's no, that was no different last difference last week. I think Kansas City comes out there and they're firing all cylinders, and I think they're going to beat up on the on the Raiders. All right, so the next game up is going to be the Arizona Cardinals at the New York Jets. Um, Again, the Jets are a very bad team. Adam Gase also, I think, is on the hot seat. Um, I have Arizona big in this one. Me too. Uh, I think he announced Flacco is going to start this game. Um, (laughs) The Cardinals scare me. I don't know what's going on, but... They're just not winning the games they should be winning. But they're, they're going to win this game. I know Le'Veon Bell's come back, I think. But, yeah, I, th- I have the Cardinals winning big. Yeah, I think what's hurting the Cardinals is they can't get their running game going because all their rush yards are really are, are dump-off passes or um, Murray just running the ball. I mean, instead of throwing it. I mean, I don't know what's wrong with Kadeon Drake. Um, he's just not doing it. He's, I mean, he's not what he was last year. I think they might have figured him out. Yeah, I wasn't really big on Kenyon Drake going in this year, but I mean, if you have a mobile quarterback in Kyler Murray, keep using them. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have Philadelphia at Pittsburgh, the Battle of Pennsylvania. Um, who do you got? <laughs> uh, I got the Steelers winning this one. Uh, Eagles just the NFC East is just not good. <laughs> Steelers, I still think it's- Steelers had a week off to uh, to game prep, so I have the Steelers winning. Yeah, I got um, Pittsburgh winning too. I just, I think it's funny that Philadelphia got their first win of the season in Week Four, and that moved them up to first place in the division. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah, it's bad. It's, that so NFC bad. East is bad. I mean, they, they go through cycles where like they have the best teams. They've been in a cycle for a while now where they have the worst teams. 
Ugh. All right. Next up, we have the Rams at the Washington football team. Who do you got? I have the Washington football team win this one. Really? Just because Kyle Allen, I believe, is starting. Um, Ron Rivera is a veteran coach. I feel like um, McLaurin is going to have a big game. Uh, I, I just don't know with the Rams running back situation. I know they win games. Jared Goff is still below average for me. But, um, yeah, I think Washington football team is going to win this uh, 1916. Nice. Yeah, I know Washington's defense has been playing better than what they what we expected going into the season. Um, but I still have the Rams because I think they have a solid defense too. That's really going to mess with that offense. I mean, yeah, McLaren, he's going to get his yards. He's going to get his catches. He'll probably get a couple of touchdowns in that game. Um, but I just, I mean, you have Cooper Cup, you have Robert Woods, you have Higby. I mean, you have a three-headed running back monster that you don't know who's going to kill you each week. So mm-hmm. um, I just got the Rams in this game. I think they're going to win fairly easy. So um, next up, we have the Cincinnati Bengals at the Baltimore Ravens. I don't really need to talk much. Just looking at those team names, it's going to be Baltimore in a route. <laughs> it's going to be a uh, Baltimore massacre. Yeah, I I think they're a fluke. And I've been telling you know we had a good we have a good buddy Mike um, that works with us or whatever. But uh, I always give him hell because I think Baltimore's a fluke. I don't think Lamar Jackson is that good. Honestly, like, if you put pressure on him, he's gonna make mistakes if he's not running. So yes, they're gonna beat the Cincinnati Bengals tomorrow. But um, I just I'm not big on on Baltimore right now. Yeah, I, I think that they're, the league is figuring out Lamar Jackson, and it's going to be up to him to figure everyone else out. Because we saw that last year with Mahomes after his breakout year. They beat him up early in the year, and he didn't look so great before he got hurt. And he came back, and he figured it how to change his game. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's great again. So um, I think it's up to Lamar Jackson at this point of how his career is going to go. He's got, he's, got, uh, he's got to adjust his game now. The NFL is adjusted to him. Yeah, yeah, I think so. All right, and then the last of the early games, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Houston Texans with their uh, new coach. Yeah, Romeo and Juliet Crennel is calling uh, the shots now. I think Houston's wins. This is the I, game. I, I think Deshaun Watson's going to go off. He's finally going to – they're, they're, they're going to have Desha- uh, Hopkins – not Hopkins, I'm sorry. Watson heavily involved in this game. Um, Fuller will probably have a big game. I, th- I think they're going to win pretty big on this one. Yeah, it sounded, it sounded uh, I mean, the reports came out, Bill O'Brien getting fired, that he had lost the team. The players did not want to play for him. They were not They were not listening to him. Yeah, I think now that he's gone, you're going to see a revitalized Texans team, and I think they're going to win this game easily. Especially like the veterans, captains, like J.J. Watt. Uh, yeah. Apparently he had a spill over it, so uh, yeah. I mean, I th- it sounded like that was the... Uh, the straw that broke the camel's back was whenever he pissed off JJ Watt, and the owner was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! You cannot, <laughs> you cannot make him mad." Yeah, that's our golden boy. <laughs> that's right. You play three times a year, but you don't make him mad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, all right, um, we'll transition into our late afternoon games. And and looking at the slate of three games, it looks like we're going to have another bad late afternoon stretch. And we are going to start with Miami at San Francisco. Um, my boys looked decent against the Seahawks and they fell, fell apart late. 
I just think that San Francisco is just too good for Miami, um, especially them going across country on the road. I got San Francisco in this one fairly easily. Uh, I have Miami winning this ball game. Really? Yeah, but this was before I picked this Thursday, so I'm not gonna lie. Um, I think this is when Jimmy. I think Jimmy G's starting. Yeah. Um, this game, but you know, I'm gonna go with Fitz Magic. I think he's gonna go to Santa Clara and he's gonna beat the 49ers. He's gonna need to because there is a um, there is a push right now where the um, the Dolphins almost won with two Tonga Valoa uh, in this game. They almost set to a free, but I think they saw that San Francisco defense, so they decided not to yet. I think there's gonna be a stretch coming up soon where like where Miami faces the Jets three uh, twice in three weeks. They have a bye, and then I think they have another uh, the Bengals. I think that's gonna be when we see Tua finally start. It's gonna be that stretch of games. Yeah, why not? I mean, that's that's I think it'll be the best bet for him. Um, they got the offensive line pretty much figured out. Uh, I know they lost one of their starters uh, on the IR, um, but I mean, they for being the most pressured quarterback last year. I think uh, Fitzmagic is currently like, like only the sixth uh, sixth least pressure quarterback this year. So they figured out the offensive line this year, which is great for them, mm-hmm. especially when they have Tua back there that they want to uh, let loose. So yeah. Um, next game up, we have the Indianapolis Colts at the Cleveland Browns. Who do you got? I got the Cleveland Brownies win this game. I think they're on a, a hot streak right now. Um, Odell had a big game last week. I think the offense is uh, is really is pretty good, so uh, I think they're going to beat the Colts. So I actually have Cleveland in this game too, and I think what we're seeing right now at Cleveland is what we all expected last year to happen. Yes, I, I mean Odell's looking like Odell of old. Um, I know they just lost Nick Chubb, but Kareem Hunt's been looking like uh, almost his Kansas City self it's early crazy. on. Yep. Um. I mean, Austin Hooper got in the end zone last week. Baker uh, Mayfield's actually protecting the ball. I mean, he's not he's not being as reckless as he has been in the past. They may have figured it out in Cleveland. They, they may have actually figured it out. And if they have figured it out, that's a scary team. I'll tell you that. Oh yeah, I mean, they have, they have talent all over the all over that football field. Yeah, and they they could be a very dangerous team if, if they make it to the playoffs. Now, I think year one in the playoffs, they'll probably lose early, but that's going to be one more step in their maturity of, of uh, uh, playing well. So I think Cleveland, yeah. Cleveland, Ohio just wants them to get into playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at this point. I, that, that's going to be a huge feat for them at this point. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, and then the, um, the last late afternoon game um, is a matchup of the NFC least. You have the New York football giants at the Dallas Cowboys. Um, again, this division's bad. Um, <laughs> Dallas is, they have a good offense. They have a terrible defense. Garbage defense. Um, I think, I think losing Byron Jones was, was a bigger effect than that people thought it was going to be. Um, they just lost of offensive linemen. They have injuries all over the field. Um, I have the Cowboys winning this game only because the giants are that bad in my opinion. Yeah, I got the Cowboys win this one. And I had a big discussion last week about the Dak situation. I put on my Facebook, <laughs> Daniel Cabrera. And I, and I was just asking, you know, I wasn't bashing the Cowboys. I was just asking a question. You know, I thought, I think Dak is a good quarterback, but 
Uh, I see a lot of hate towards him on, on Facebook and Twitter, and it's not his fault, honestly, because he does throw a lot of yards and touchdowns, maybe one or two interceptions, but like the defense is just so goddamn awful. He has to. And they can't yeah. figure that defense out because they, they, they traded their best corner or uh, Miami picked him up. And you have Sean Lee who never plays. He plays one game every year and gets hurt. Vanden Bosch or Fannin Ash, whatever his name is, he gets hurt all the time too. It's like they need to rebuild this defense. So they have the stars on offense for sure. Yeah, the defense is so bad. I'm seeing parallels between Dak and Tony Romo. Romo, I, mean, I like Romo as a quarterback, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they got you points. They got you yards. They got, I mean, yeah, they had a couple of costly turnovers late, but that's because their defense put them in the spot where they had to make those plays. And so I think until, until the Cowboys figure out that, that they need to put all of their assets on uh, in the draft and free agency on defense, quit. I mean, because you drafted uh, a CD lamb, you went out there and you, uh, uh, you traded for Amari Cooper in the past and you give a lot of money to, to Zeke. You've, you've surrounded Dak with all of these skill position players. You've neglected the defense. You did the same thing when he had Tony Romo back there too. Exactly. I think Cowboy fans, like they, they don't want Dak to throw interceptions. He's a quarterback. He's going to throw interceptions. Like it's just, it's unreal to me how they, they just, they just bash on him because of that. Yeah. So, um, sorry, I, sorry, PJ, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry I've been bashing on your team, but I'm sure you <laughs> feel this, you feel the same as us about that they're not doing their their quarterback any favors. So, <laughs> all right. So next up, we have the Sunday night game, and we have the actually I like this matchup: uh, Minnesota at Seattle. Um, I have Seattle winning the game um, just because I think Minnesota has to figure a few things out still, but. I think it's actually going to be a pretty, pretty close game. I, I look for uh, Dalvin Cook to have a really solid game. Um, I think Justin Jefferson's going to be pretty good because, uh, as we saw uh, like with New England and Miami, you can throw on this defense. Um, but I just think that Seattle has too many weapons, and I think they're going to win this game. Yeah. Um, I just don't know which Kirk Cousins we're going to get this week, um, especially Sunday night at Seattle. I have Seattle winning. Um, are we going to have the good Kirk Cousins to where he throws a Justin Jefferson, who's an emerging wide receiver? Adam Thielen, who's great. Dalvin Cook, who's great. Are we going to see these guys put up big points? It all relies on Kirk Cousins, how he's going to play call. But, um, yeah, I have Seattle winning this one. Too many playmakers. Danger Rush is probably MVP for me right now. Yeah. Um, next up, we have the first Monday evening game. <laughs> can't even call it night game starts at 5 p.m eastern time it's so weird so uh we have denver at new england um i i really wanted to pick denver in this game because uh cam Newton's still gonna be out but denver i mean their quarterback situation is bad their defense is bad um uh, i just have new england in this game I, I just i don't think that denver can keep up even if new england's out their quarterback yeah I have the uh, Patriots win this one. They are starting. Um, it's not Hoyer. They're starting Stidham. Stidham. St- yeah. Stid. Stidham. I can't say his name. Stidham. 
It's like a, it's that no. D. It's that D right there before the H. Stid stid him. I don't know. Stid him. Stid him. Anyways, uh, they're starting him. So let's see what he does. I mean, he was supposed to start for the Patriots before Cam Newton went there, but uh, I think the Patriots are going to win this one. Bill Belichick is not losing. He's not going to lose to this Broncos team. No way. No. No. Okay, and then um, next up we have the other Monday Night Football game, which is a matchup that I really like. I, I think it's going to be over by halftime. Um, you have um, the Chargers at the Saints. I know the Saints haven't really looked their best, but um, who do you got in this? Oh, I have the Saints. I just want to know why. how come they're giving the Saints all these primetime games. I, I feel like I just saw them like on Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football the other day. Well, re- remember, we thought they were going to be Super Bowl champions when the season started, so the <laughs> NFL thought the same thing. That's true. So they're getting all these primetime games. Um, yeah, I, I have the Saints win this one. I just don't know how they got the Chargers on, on Monday Night Football. How'd that happen? They must have thought Justin Herbert before the season was going to be the starter, which he actually is starting now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I, tra- I don't get how they got this one. Think about this. No matter if Justin Herbert's a MVP, if he's a Hall of Famer, or if he's a flame out or a bust, he's going to tell his grandkids one day he got his first start in the NFL because a trainer punctured a lung in the starting quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And he stole his job because he he couldn't play for a few weeks. So. <laughs> I I feel bad for Tyrod Taylor. Oh yeah, the Saints. Also, they also have one more primetime game, and then they have the Christmas game against the Vikings. So that's a Friday. Yeah, incredible. So. All right, and then finally we have the Tuesday night game, which is feels weird saying. Are we talking football? Are we talking baseball, basketball? We're, we're, we're talking football. Tuesday night football. Um, <laughs> Tuesday night football. Um, <laughs> we have the Buffalo Bills at the Tennessee COVID Titans. <laughs> so um i'll go first i'm sure you'll have something to say about this because you're a titans guy um no surprise for you i have the bills winning this game um i am i think i am a josh allen believer now yeah i liked him before the season he's putting up mvp mvp type numbers um i have the titans win this one I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick the Titans every week. So, the Bill it, it's gonna be a good defensive game because the Titans have a legit pretty good defense, not the greatest. The Bills have a good defense, but um, yeah, I, I have the Titans win this game. I, I saw this this game last year in, in uh, Tennessee when I went to Nissan Stadium, and it was a 14-7 ball game. Uh, Buffalo Mariota stunk, and the kicker stunk. He missed like five field goals. So. Uh, I feel like they're gonna get they're gonna go back to last year's tape and look at it, and I think the Titans are gonna win. Hmm. I'm, I'm not surprised by that, but <laughs> I would not be surprised. But again, one of the reasons why I couldn't pick Tennessee was because I honestly do not know who's gonna play for Tennessee because I don't know who is still sick or who is still testing positive. And so, um, as long as King Henry plays, that's all you need. Well, and plus having that week off kind of might have messed with them as well. So yeah, that's weird. Same with remember, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, because remember they, they spent last week. Oh, the game's canceled. Oh, we might play Monday, or well, we could play Tuesday, or we're gonna play Monday. Oh, we're gonna cancel. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't believe it until uh, kickoff at six o'clock. Yeah. Okay, so uh, knowing Tennessee, they're gonna have a, a positive test Tuesday morning. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> 
So with that, that is our matchup. So it looks like we disagreed on three games. I had the Rams and he had the football team. Um, I had the 49ers of Washington. (laughs) Um, I had the 49ers, you had the Dolphins, and then I had the Bills and you had the COVID Titans. Yes, that's correct. All right. Um, That is going to be our show. Do you have anything else you want to sneak in real quick, Daniel? Um, No. You know, I, I appreciate everybody tuning in, listening to the show. Just uh, thank you for the support, and uh, we love doing this every week. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a little tough uh, fitting us in from time to time because we do, we both have full time jobs and we have families <laughs> and we have wives that kind of look at us funny when we say, "Hey, we gotta go record real quick." Um, <laughs> I don't. But, I, I think I think my wife wanted me to watch to uh, Halloween tonight, the new one, because she hasn't seen it, but I've seen it yeah. so many times. Um, so yeah, <laughs> thanks, Chris. <laughs> you're welcome so um um yeah again thank you guys for joining us um again hit us up on twitter or facebook if you uh for those of us who are who uh, have found us on facebook um let us know what you want to hear i mean we're, we're we're hitting the main sports we're start having them trickle off here It'll probably be an nfl centric show until the nba offseason is decided and mlb offseason is decided and um, so just let us know if anything you want to hear, whether it's video games, movies, TV, uh, we're willing to cover it all. Mm-hmm. Um, hit us up again. Uh, the show is at box kickers pod. I am at CR Drubert, D R U B E R T. And Daniel, you are, uh, I'm at Daniel underscore Cabrera nine. All right, everybody. Thank you again for joining us. We will talk to you again next week. Thanks. Go shows. Peace. Peace.